Alright guys, I don't think we can exhaust the subject of love in two hours. A day is not even enough and we don't even have a day, we just have two hours to do justice to this and I really don't think we can exhaust it enough but I, I pray that the Spirit of God will continue to speak to our hearts even after now that we will have um, a different understanding. I'm, I'm particular about the word different because while I was preparing for this meeting, I was having a conversation with the Spirit of God and then certain things were coming up and I told him, Lord, I these people know these things. I, I believe they know, they know these things already. Applying them is the problem, but they know it. And some of them will not be interested if I don't tell them something new, something they don't know. And the Holy Spirit said, okay, I'll give you something they don't know. And it was beautiful for me because hearing him say that made me open up to something new. And he said something new. He said a lot of new things to me, which I'll be sharing with us this evening. So I'll need you to, as much as possible, um, focus. I'm not with you, but I'm with you, right? I'm, I'm in my room currently, but I'm with you in your room wherever you are so i'll need you to focus and clear distraction if you're cooking maybe you should stop cooking and get a notebook with you if you are chatting with a friend maybe you should stop all right you you shouldn't i don't think you should be in this meeting and then have another have another chat going up in your chat um contact list right making a chat with a friend or something i don't think you should i want you to be here i want you to Post every other thing. Yeah, post them and just be here so that we can have an amazing time with God. I believe the Spirit of God is going to be doing a new thing in our heart. I believe strongly that the Spirit of God is going to be opening us up to the reality of what He can do in our heart if we just let Him. I believe He's going to be enlarging our hearts, all right, because He would not call us to a bigger place with a small heart. No. He will call us to a greater position and enlarge our capacity to love. Yes, I believe he will do that. And I just trust that he would have his way here. Thank you so much for this time. And then it's fine. I think we can kick off. Father, I thank you for the gift of fellowship. Thank you for the gift of the internet also that we can have fellowship without having to meet together in a physical location. Thank you that I can talk to my brethren in Enugu and here in Joss, just sitting in my room. Father, we thank you for the gift of bread that we are about to break. Thank you because when you were leaving the earth, you didn't leave us alone. You said you will send your comforter. You will send us the comforter. You will send us the counselor, our friend, the Holy Spirit, our compass, our, our life, our direction. And we are grateful for the gift of the Holy Spirit. Lord, we ask and pray that as we break bread this evening, that we will find light that it will not be a medium for the enemy to enter any man's heart. 
that but as we break bread we will break this bread in love and we will find light and that light will translate into life father i will pray and ask that as we step out we will not just have light but we will leave the life that you have called us to live that your light in us will become life for men to see and bring glory to you thank you spirit of god for castle Unek. thank you for the escorts thank you for putting in your heart to do something as beautiful as this we live in a time and age where love is being misunderstood where love is being counterfeit where love has been made to look fake yeah we live in a time and age where there are so many errors around us failures around us but we choose not to rely on them as the standard we choose to look back up to you as our hope as our true joy as our role model we choose to find out what are you saying about love what have you said about love and how do you want us to love father as we look into your word we ask that your spirit will grant us entrance into the holies of holies bless every one of us today thank you for my friends in just that are part of this also that have that one way or the other have um, connected into this just to be a part of what you are doing thank you heavenly father we pray and ask that you do in them what you would do in the rest of us in jesus name we pray amen 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 god bless you if there is one thing we need to be very careful about the times we are in is error scripture says that false prophets will rise in the last time or in the last days and error will be everywhere recently i was praying in church and the lord raised in my heart strongly and i said praying against every error i started asking for the lord to fill me with the knowledge of his word and the understanding his spirit brings all right and revelation because sometimes revelation doesn't mean you have to read it revelation you know it without even knowing how you know it so i was praying and asking for revelation and trusting the lord to open my eyes to see the things that he would have me see so that i won't fall into error because love has been counterfeited love has been altered the word love is now made to look just like lost and then somebody is deeply in lost but the person is saying i'm in love it is so obvious that the person is deeply in lost but the person is saying i'm in love or we can't even separate our emotions from what we should do it is so obvious that you actually just like this thing but you because of the way you feel about it you think you love it right but i'm trusting the lord that we will expose that we will expose the enemy i'm serious about this we will expose the enemy the enemy thrives in deceit and darkness he doesn't want you to know and i believe knowledge is coming your way this evening i believe the lord will make you understand this kind of love the kind of love he's talking about and the reason why we even said this kind of love is because there are other kinds that are not it my pastor said something to me and I agree to it because it is biblical. He said the enemy can only make a counterfeit. 
he can't he can't he can't produce he can't create he can only copy exactly he cannot create he can only copy the enemy can't create he can only copy so every other kind of love we are seeing around us today is a copy of what god created and the problem is the copy has been altered that sometimes you can't differentiate the copy from the created and we fail to identify that this is just a copy and this is not what god created in fact, sometimes in church, a brother is lusting after a lady in church. And because it, it's a Christian brother and a Christian sister, we tag it as love. But we don't know that this is not love. This is, this is copied and not created. So whatever God hasn't created is not of him. But we'll be seeing how love is of God and how love is a a mindset of God. It's a channel that God has made for us and we'll walk by it. My, the point I'm trying to make is that, is to scout and find out people's definition of love. Some people have defined love to be words. All right. So the fact I, I, I am kind with my words towards you means I love you. In fact, I say I love you means I love you. All right, but love goes beyond the words. Love, after the words, love should transcend into emotion. All right, so the fact I say I love you, do I feel that way towards you or do I just say it because that's what I know you want to hear? Because that's what we see today. People say love is words, so I just say the things even though I don't mean them or I don't feel them. But love transcends into the emotion. How much affection it? am I towards this thing, towards God or towards another person? It doesn't just mean I have to say it. I have to feel it. I have to, the emotion has to be there. But people stop there and think love is the emotion or love is the word. No, I went further to explain love as an action. All right. So love backed up with words. And then feelings or emotion should ultimately be backed up with action. But now it is your action that makes us know if your love is real or pure or not. Because some people believe that when it comes to action, they say, show me you love me. They say, words is, word, word is not enough. Words are not enough. Feeling is not enough. Show me you love me. And when a guy says, show me you love me, he's talking about sleep, sleeping with him or something or push you further, you don't buy me gifts, you don't do this for me, so show me you love me, or let's make love. And we find out that we end up in the, in the attempts to express love, we end up expressing it the wrong way. We end up fornicating or having premarital sex because we, we believe love is an action and it's not just a feeling or it's not just an emotion. So the world have given definitions of love as words, emotion, when you feel it, that means you love it. And when you show it or when you act this way, that, that means you love it, all right? So, but that is not biblical standard. We cannot negate the fact that love is, is expressed in words, even though love is not words. Love is expressed in emotion even though your emotion is not love. Love cannot be quantified as emotion. 
Love is expressed through action, even though action is not love. I think I should say that again. All right, love is expressed in words, emotion, and action. But putting all these three things together doesn't define love. Love is not words, love is not emotion, and love is not action. Love is no emotion expressed in words or action either. No. But this, these three things are the expression of love. They can express love. You can express love towards God in words. You can express your love towards your neighbor in action. But it doesn't define love. I hope that's clear. Right, so we shouldn't be scared when we hear that um, love is a spirit. You know, there are things that are not, things that are not materialistic, things that are not physical, that we can't touch. We tag them to be the spiritual. We tag them to be spiritual. So when scripture says goodness and mercy shall follow you, you don't see them. So it is spiritual. So we can call goodness and mercy a spirit because they follow you. Scripture says they shall follow you all the days of your life. So when we talk about the spirit of love, we are not talking about a scary spirit, something that is scary. No, we're talking about something that is spiritual and not physical. Understand that life is often controlled by the spiritual and not the physical. Alright, what you cannot see, most especially what you cannot see, are the factors or the forces that control life. And love is one of them. Love is the reason why so many things are done. Love is the reason why um, people, people say, I love you, that is why I did this. People have attributed wrong things to love. They say, because I love you, that is why I have to sleep with you. Because I love him, that is why I have to give him my body. Because I love him, that is why I have to, I had to do this. Because I love money, that is why I had to kill this person. You see, love in its purest form is true. Love in its purest form is holy. You can't attribute a wrong thing to love and say you did it in love. It is never heard of and it can never be done. Every time you take a wrong step, you are walking out of love, it is clear. So people say, I want to fall in love or I've fallen in love with him. Scripture didn't advise falling in love, all right? Scripture advised we walk in love. You can't go into a relationship without your mind that you are in love. So you fell into it. You fall in love with the guy or you fell in love with the guy. So you can't think. Scripture advised that we walk in love, not fall in love. When you walk in love, you are led by the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God doesn't lead someone who is fallen, who, do, who cannot walk, who doesn't want to stand. All right, The Spirit of God leads someone who is up on his feet and who is ready to walk with him. So scripture didn't advise we walk, we fall in love. It advised that we walk in love. You see, spending time with God will help you love like he does. The problem we have is that so many people are not spending time with God, but so many people are falling in love or wanting to love. We don't spend time with God, but we want to love somebody else. We don't spend time with God, but we we think we can. We have the capacity to love our spouse. I'll share with you shortly these things I'm talking about, but I just want to make this point clear. Spending time with God will enlarge your heart to love. God is the God of love. God is spirit and love is spirit. Scripture says that God is love and love is of God. So 
we need to understand that for us to love correctly and accurately, we need to spend time with God. This is this is something we would not want to hear, but you cannot love anyone when you can't spend time with the God of love. It's impossible. You are only walking based on your emotions. You're only walking based on your strength. But you can't keep a home for those people who are married. I have a few married friends here from Joss who decided to um, join the group. For those of us who are married, those of you, I'm not married, those of you who are married, you can't love your spouse without spending time with God. In fact, that's why it's advisable that you find God before you find the person you're going to spend the rest of your life with. You have to search for God with all of your heart before you search for a wife, right? If you find him, if you find, if you hold on to God, if you found God, then you can go and look for a woman or, yeah, a woman to spend the rest of your life with. So you can't love accurately you, if you don't spend time with God. And God, you need God to build your love capacity. You need God to cultivate love and grow love. Yeah, because I said love is a fruit and it is grown. You don't wake up one morning and you, you're a love machine. You know how to love. Now, now, it's a process, all right? If you try daily to love people like yourself, you try daily to show love today. So it's not a magic. It doesn't happen suddenly. You can't get it right in one day. You have to cultivate that love yeah you have to cultivate the love love in its purest form is the son of god the what best describes the love of god is the son of god is jesus you see what you are willing to let go is how much you love so take a quick do a quick inventory and think about what you what you can give to god what the amount of things you are willing you can let go for god that is how much you love him the, what the best way to understand the love of God for man is to look at what he was willing to let go because of man. In fact, God was ready. God literally gave up his kingdom for man because his son is even more precious than his kingdom. So he gave up heaven, the whole of heaven, because of one man, because of you, because of me. That's how much, that's the extent of his love. So today, the fact you're willing, you maybe you've asked yourself that question and you saw that uh, I'm having a challenge in giving God this amount. Doesn't mean you don't love him. That just shows how much you love him. You see, the difference between the love of God towards man and the love of man towards God is that the love of God towards man is everlasting. It's God cannot love you more than he loves you right now he has given all of his love to us as humans he has given all there is no there is nothing left of his love there is nothing left god cannot love you more if you become a christian for those of you who are yet to accept him into your life as your lord and personal savior god cannot love you less or more 
rather if you become a Christian and he doesn't love you less because you are not a Christian. Now, the love of man towards God is not everlasting. Get me correctly. The love of man towards God is increasing. It is not, you don't love, you've not given, no man today has given God all of his love. I know that doesn't sound correct. Because why I say so is because you haven't seen everything about God. The more you see, the more you fall in love with him. So if you think you've given God all of your love, wait until you see a new dimension of him and you will love him all the more. You will love him all the more. So love in its purest form is Jesus. Love is a description of what a man is willing to let go for another. Love is not what you're willing to get. Love is a description of what a man or what anybody is willing to let go for another. Our scripture says in 1 John 4 verse 7, it says, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God. And every man that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. I'll take that again. Beloved, let us love. I'm reading from the King James Version. Beloved, let us love one another. You see, it's it's beautiful that love is not for yourself alone. Yeah, even as much as you can't love another if you don't love yourself. Right? But love is not for you alone. I remember a certain time. The Holy Spirit said to me, Amici, everything the Lord has deposited in you is not for you, it's for others, it's for people around you, it's for the people around you, it's for your world. You have to make sure you give them everything on the inside of you before you leave the earth. So we must love one another. The fullness of God's love inside of us is not is not for it to stay inside of us it's for it to be expressed and seen in our relationship with another person our relationship with our brother or our relationship with the stranger but that's not what um, i i should i would be dwelling on it says love is of god love is of god love is not wrong it is not wrong that you love somebody <laughs> no love cannot be cannot be wrong if anything is wrong is not love all right scripture taught us that everything god made is good if every if anything is bad that is not love if the way you are relating with your girlfriend something is bad about it that cannot be love because love is of god and god cannot bring forth something that is bad i'm sorry if this doesn't sound good but the, the thing is this i think we should constantly check our hearts and find out the motive for every action we do that we think is love driven if i want to do something and i believe this is love driven and you need to in, you need to specifically sit and search the intent of your heart if your reason for doing this, if there is a wrong motive, a wrong intent for doing, then it is not of God. Because love is of God. And if love is of God, love is right. Love is perfect. 
love is beautiful. Love is of God. I think that's what I want us to understand, that love is not wrong. All right. And then he went for that to say that everyone that loveth is born of God. I, I didn't, reading that scripture, I didn't really find it um, easy to understand because I kept asking myself, there are people who step out and do good works and they are not Christians. So what are you saying? Are you saying they are born of God because they love the world? They have shown love to people. They fed the hungry. That is an act of love. They fed the hungry. They, they provided food for the orphans. They did community work, built roads, built bridges, sponsored church projects. So do we say they are born of God? So when I was asking the Lord this question, and, and he didn't even say they were born of God alone. He said, and they know it, God. So when I was asking the Lord this question, he said, who defines the act of love? Is it you or is it me, God? He said, Amichi, who defines the act? Is it you, Amichi, or is it me? So the act of love is not that you fed the poor. He said to me, the act of love is that you are being led by the spirit of love. Everything you do that is not being led by the spirit of love, it doesn't matter if it is if it is good works, it doesn't matter if it is if it shows portray love, it is not love because it is not led by the spirit of love. It is not an act of love because it is not led by the spirit of God. I think you need to write this down. An act of love is led by the spirit of love. So I want us to understand this. Every time you step up to step out to do something and you believe this is an act of love, check what is pioneering that movement. Is it the spirit of God? Is it the spirit of love? So a man that doesn't have, I think I said that, a man that does not have the spirit of love cannot do the, cannot love, cannot carry out the act of love. Because he cannot be led by a spirit he doesn't have. He cannot be led by the spirit of love if he doesn't have it. And he cannot know God and not have the spirit of love. I think that's explanatory enough. With what I just said, it, it is very obvious and clear that the love of man towards God is progressive but the love of God towards man is constant our love for God will continue to progress until we see his face until we see, until we see his fullness until we attain and reach his fullness until we see him face to face else we will not stop progressing in our love for him it doesn't matter how long you have known him 30 50 years a hundred years as long as you are still journeying Christ or journeying Jesus, you would always find something amazing about him that will make you love him. I, I, I feel led in my heart that we pray for a minute and just bask in his love and tell him, Lord, I want to love you more than I have ever done. 
I want to I want to increase in my love for you. I want my love to daily increase in you. I don't want to love you the same way that I did five years ago, that I did two years ago, that I did yesterday. I want a new love. I want a higher love for you today than I did yesterday. I want to know a new part of you that will make me long for you better than I've ever I've ever done. Can you just breathe that prayer shortly? Father, give us a hunger that we will chase after you every day like we have never done in the past. Let our love for you increase, Lord Jesus. Let our love for you increase, Lord Jesus. satisfied with the way they loved you yesterday today that today will bring a new hunger in their heart to love you more than they have thank you holy spirit divine thank you because it is you who teaches us how to love the father Thank you because it is you who has placed the love of God in our hearts. And every day we will scratch into that love. We will unveil a layer of that love until we reach the fullness, until we see the fullness of Jesus Christ. Thank you, sweet spirit of God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Love's confession should not be placed in a man's ability, but in God's ability. Before a man can be able to confess, I love you, say I love you and mean it, he must first of all be able to look up onto Jesus as the perfection of love before he can rightly say, I love you and mean it. Every time a man confesses, I love you, or he says to his wife, I love you. Or you say to God, I love you. Without your eyes looking up onto Jesus and saying, in my ability as a man, I can't love. Because every man, as a, as, as a natural man, I think I stated that earlier. As a natural man, no man has the strength to love. No man has the ability to love truthfully and to love in its purest form. Because we are always looking for something to get out. We are always looking for our own ambition. Or we are always looking for our own interest. What can I get from this? What is my take in this? Even if we don't say it, somehow, subconsciously, even as believers, we set out into any relationship and we are first thinking, what is my take? What can I get? Not what can I give? You know, I said the expression of love is what you are willing to let go for it. So, the confession of love is that every time you say to God, I love you, the intent in your heart or your eyes, or the eye of your heart should be looking up onto Jesus and saying, in my ability, I can't love expressly because you are the true definition. You are the purest love. You are the fullness of love. 
So confessing that he came in the flesh is you accepting that he's the expression of the love of God. And then you can love. So when I see married people take old um, at the altar, for better, for worse, until death do us pass, sometimes I laugh. But I'm grateful that the Lord is raising that um, we, we now see pastors who understand these things and they are able to join marriages accurately. So most times when I see couple making this vow, I laugh because I, I, see, I see weakness. No man can, I'm very serious about this. No man has the ability to love if Jesus doesn't help him. No man has the ability to love another man as himself if he doesn't look up first to Jesus, who is the right expression, who is the fullness of love. So that's why I gave you the love chain or the love link rather. God first, yourself and others. Right? You can't love another if you haven't loved yourself and you can't love yourself if you haven't loved God and you can't love yourself and another man if you can't love God. So God, if, if a man says, I love you, what you should be interested in is, you shouldn't be interested in if he's saying you're important, you are special, you are, all of that is true. You should know you're special. You should know you're important. You should know God has done everything for you. So if he says, I'm going to do all I can to, all of that is not what is important. What is important is what are you saying? Are you saying you're trusting and leading? You, you, you now understand that God, Jesus is the right expression and the fullness of love and you are looking up unto him to love me, your wife, just as he has loved you or just as you love him or just as he has loved the church. So I think that should be the right confession of love. The right confession of love should be Jesus is the fullness of and the surest expression of the love of God. That should be the right confession of love. Because scripture says that every spirit that confesses Jesus to be um, Lord and have come in the flesh is of God. And then the same verse, the same scripture, the same chapter of 1 John 4 says love is of God. So it means that love always confesses Jesus. If you are loving and you're having problem with loving, then it means you're not confessing Jesus. Every time you express love, it should be a confession that Jesus is the purest and the only one that can teach us how to love. Every time. If love is of God and the spirit that confesses that Jesus is has come in the flesh is of God, then love is Love confesses that and love sees that always. So every act of love should, should show God, should show Jesus, should point men to Jesus and not you. Alright, every act of love. So if you go out to celebrate Valentine, everything you do should point your spouse to Jesus. <laughs> you don't understand. I, I pray the Spirit of God gives us understanding or grants us understanding to this. As couple, married couple, Everything you do to your spouse, every time you want to show her or him that you love him, it should point him to God. But every time you walk out of love, you find out that there is strife at home because you are not walking in love or because you are not declaring Jesus that he is the purest 
and the fullness of love. So if love is of God and every spirit that confesses that Jesus is this is of God, then it means love always confesses that. Love always points men to Jesus. Love always glorifies Jesus and lifts him up. So in your home, in your workplace, in school, wherever you find yourself, every time you walk out to show love, ask yourself, is this pointing men towards Jesus? Is this, try, is this going to make them better? Is this going to bring out the best in them? Or am I being selfish about this? Do I just want my own interest in this? All right. Because you know, I said earlier that every natural man doesn't know how to love. I'm telling you the truth. I failed in love so many times. A lot of my friends know that I failed in loving. I am still cultivating love. You know, when I saw this topic, this topic, I was praying and asking God, why me? Why did you even pick me to explain this thing? Because I'm still learning it. But that is the joy of it. He picks the worst of us and places us in high places. So what I'm saying is this. Build the habit of pointing men to Jesus every time you want to show love. That is the right expression of love. That is love's confession. If you say I love you, is it selfish or is it pointing him or her to God? I hope I hope this is quite clear and we understand it very well. So that we we'll go out to this and celebrate Valentine differently on Sunday. Knowing that this thing I'm doing, what is the intent? Is my love declaring confessing christ to be lord and have come in the flesh is it is it what it's doing or is it my selfish motive i'm trying to glorify finally i want to talk about embracing the love of god because all of these that i have explained would not be effective if we don't first and foremost embrace the love of god while I was looking at John chapter 3 verse 16, which I know is a very popular passage in scripture, the Lord said to me, everlasting life is linked or tied to love. It was love that birthed the life called everlasting. If you want to have an everlasting life, you have to have a life of love. A life lived loving will last forever. I think I need to say that again. A life lived loving will last forever. If you live your life in love or loving others and loving God, that life will last forever. Scripture says hope, faith and love, but love is the greatest. I think we understand that clearly. Love is the greatest. And I need to say this again. A life lived loving will last forever. All right. Take out time. Deliberately tell yourself. I want to live a life of love, not a life of the other kind of loves. All right, whatever kinds there are, I'm not really interested. But the, the kind, the Jesus kind of love, the love that Jesus has taught us to do, the love that God has taught us to do. All right. So tell yourself that I want to live a life of love. I'll say that one more time. A life lived loving will last forever.
Alright, finally, before I wrap up or end this and then give room for questions, just in case you have some unsettled things in your heart and you want to ask, alright, I'll just read 1 John 4 verse 7. It says, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God, and every man that loveth is born, is of God, rather, every man that loveth is of God and knoweth God. He that loveth knoweth not, he that he that loveth not, knoweth not God, for God is love. Alright, um, verse 9 says, In this was manifest the love of God towards us, because that God sent his only begotten Son. I think I've explained that, but the point I want to draw out is this. This is my, when I saw this, I was marveled at the beauty of how God can change a man just because the man decides to love him. You know, God said to me that, and I'll read what I wrote here. It says, God created all men, but gave birth to some men. Say so we can't just die being a creation. We have to become his children and his sons and eventually sons. You know, why he said this to me, he said, anyone who believes in his son, Jesus, has eternal life. All right. And the son Jesus is an expression of his love. So in other words, he's saying, God is saying, anyone who receives my love is not just a creation, is now my child. So the, the, the separation from creation and being a child, being a son, is love, receiving his love. That is why I have to say, that is why I'm saying at this point, you have to embrace the love of God. You don't have to die a creation. You don't have to celebrate Valentine just being a creation, one of God's creation. No, you are. You should be an adopted child of God. You should be adopted into his kingdom. And the simplest way of doing that is to receive his love. Is to receive his love. You know, scripture says that um, the creation waits for the endless manifestations of the Son. You see, it is the manifestation of the sun that the creation is waiting. And the creation and, and the, the difference between the creation and the sons is just love, believing and receiving his love. That is what separates both of them. So my question to you is, are you a creation or are you a child? Are you a creation or are you a child? Are you waiting for someone to make a change? Or is the world waiting for you to make a change? You can't change the world if you don't love them. I'm not saying you have to love the system of the world. You know, I said you can't, you shouldn't hate anybody. You should hate the system, hate the attitude, hate the character, but don't hate the people. Scripture says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son. He, the world there was talking about you and I, me and you, yes. So, you can't be a creation. You have to be an adopted child of God, an adopted son. And so this evening, I want to pray with every one of you who haven't really embraced the love of God. You, Oh my God, Jesus. You may be going to church and still haven't embraced the love of God. Being a Christian, answering a Christian name or going to church doesn't mean you have the love of God. So I pray for you and I declare that as you make the confession to, uh, for Jesus to come into your heart and be your Lord and Savior, as you embrace his love, you are adopted into his kingdom. You won't die a creation. You would manifest. You would die. You would live here a son 
you would do your work here. You would become a child of God and not just the creation of God. Because God is not the father of all. Oh my God. God is not the father of all, but he's the God of all flesh, but he's not the father of all flesh. He created everything, but some of us have refused his lordship and his fathership. So we are stray, we are going astray. But tonight I call you back home wherever you are. If you've made plans to do something crazy this Valentine, I call your sense back and I declare that you would show Christ every time you say I love you, you will point men to God. Every time you tell a sister I love you, you will point her to God and not to yourself or your selfish ambitions. Every time you tell a brother I love you, you will point him to God. I declare that you are now a born again Christian lover of God. And I ask that the Lord will keep you in his perfect peace. In Jesus' name, amen. So yeah, finally, I have gotten to the end of my outline. You know, I sent you an outline. And like I said, we can't exhaust the subject of love. So I will implore you to go back home and sit in your closet and ask that the Lord reveal his love to you. You see, you can't fully understand the love of God. I'm telling you, as long as we're in the flesh, we can't fully understand the love of God until we see his face. Because he is love. God is the full, Jesus rather is the full expression of the love of God and until we see Jesus face to face we can fully understand it really so I will implore you to take out time go and pray and ask the Lord to reveal deeper 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 of himself to you like I said if you have any question feel free to drop it I love you Castle Unique. I love you so much I've heard a lot about you guys and I can't wait to share fellowship with you but I'm grateful for the internet all right because I'm in my very room and I'm relating to you guys wherever you are and I bless you in the name of Jesus I bless you I ask that as you sit for your exams you will you would find things easy. You would read and understand. I pray that the spirit of wisdom, excellence, understanding rests upon you and you will excel. You will excel. God will put upon you in you the spirit of excellence and you will stand out. I pray that none of your results will go missing. I declare that your results will come out outstanding. If you're having any paper you're scared of, I pray and I ask that the fear of that paper is broken from your life i declare lord jesus that they find victory in this exam oh lord that you give them victory in this exam they will chew it lord they will bring down every mountain they will crush it they will chew it because they are mighty thank you heavenly father for this opportunity i bless you guys i bless you i bless you and i bless you again and again see you next time when we have an opportunity to share scripture and God bless you.
Have you ever been angry because you were angry? Or have you ever been happy because you expressed emotion the right way because you were angry at something you should be angry about? Or have you ever been hungry because you were angry? Or vice versa, have you ever been angry because you were hungry? You see, we are emotional beings and we must learn to manage and nurture our emotions properly if we must enjoy life here on earth. My name is Amichi and this is Voice of Eden Podcasts. On today's episode, we are looking at emotions and I have some bullet points of what we'll be talking about. The first is what are emotions? Then we'll also look at are they good or bad? Then why do I have emotions? And what emotions do I nurture or act on? You see, it has been a thing of great concern. Why do we really have emotions? A lot of us don't know why God made man an emotional being. So we find it a little difficult to express them or apply them rightly. And that's where the problem is, expressing or applying emotions rightly. Emotions play a critical role in how we live our lives, especially as Christians and humans as well. From influencing how we engage with others in our day-to-day lives or affecting the decisions we make, by understanding some of the different types of emotion, you can gain a deeper understanding on how these emotions are expressed and the impacts they have on our behaviors. All right, so let's look at the first bullet point. What are emotions? What are emotions? I, I would define emotion as a subjective state of mind. What goes on on your inside or your mind creates the emotional feeling you have. Emotions are not independent of the man's mind. In fact, emotions are tied to the mind, to the man's mind. I was coming back from work one morning or one evening rather, and I thought about something in the morning that made me feel good. It gave me a good emotion. And when I was coming back from work, I was I was stressed and tired. And then I took a pause. I stood for a while and tried remembering the thoughts I had in the morning that made me feel good. That gave me a good emotion. That gave me joy and happiness. And I tried thinking about it, remembering it and thinking about it again. Because I was tired and, and not happy. I just wanted to change the way I felt by the thought I have. So you see, your emotions and your thoughts are not independent of each other. In fact, they are dependent on each other. If you must get your emotions right, then you must think the right way. Emotions can be reaction to internal stimuli, all right, such as um, thoughts or memory or even um, or even events that occurs in our environment, just as I explained. So I think with this very few points, you have a, a, a little understanding of what an emotion is. So let's move to the second bullet point. Are they good or are they bad? Are emotions good or are emotions bad? Nothing will happen if you don't try to make it happen. In other words, if you don't ask, you don't receive. If you don't seek, you don't find. And if you don't knock, no one will open the door for you. 
Listen to Voice of Eden podcast with Amiti every Saturday on Anchor.fm and learn the right and best way to live life. If you want each podcast sent to your mail directly, send an email to voiceofeden26 at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Have an amazing life. Emotions by themselves are neither good nor bad. They are simply reactions. Reactions to what is going on on the inside of you or the inside of a man. So you can neither say this is good or this is bad. However, the way we act or don't act on our emotions can strongly affect the well-being of any human or anybody. I want us not to forget that God made us with emotions. But it's our duty to learn how to manage them, subdue them where necessary, and also channel them rightly. Without doubt, certain emotions are harmful and should not be nurtured. Certain emotions are harmful and should not be nurtured. For example, depression, pride, guilt, shame, and etc. We can't nurture this kind of emotion. If you nurture pride for a long time, scripture says pride comes before a downfall, you will definitely fall. If you nurture depression for a long time, you will grow bitter and isolate yourself from everyone. If you nurture guilt for a long time, you would have a low self-esteem and you wouldn't um, you 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 feel less important or less valuable or or less than every other person so certain emotions should not be nurtured so let's go to the third bullet point why do i have emotions why do i have emotions you see god made us emotional beings because god is an emotional god Scripture said we were made in his image and his likeness. His likeness is the making what 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 he's what he's made up of. What comprises what it comprises of. All right. So we are made in his image and his likeness. I think one of the very reasons why we have emotion is so we can relate with people. Imagine you were asked to relate with another person without emotion without love compassion kindness without feeling without any feeling whatsoever that would be terrible i think it's only machines that respond that way just respond with the click of a button and all of that but because we have a will we have emotions because we are relational beings so we have emotions in fact one of the very reason god made man was to relate with him so you see you heard of adam in the garden he will come every evening to have fellowship conversation and relate with him scripture said for god so loved the world that he gave you see god is the first person who ever felt anything who had an emotion and then because of that he he gave us his son first to restore us back to him so that we can have that fellowship again so you have emotions because we are we have emotions rather because we are humans because we are expected to relate with one another so the fourth question is what emotions do i nurture or act on 
Nothing will happen if you don't try to make it happen. In other words, if you don't ask, you don't receive. If you don't seek, you don't find. And if you don't knock, no one will open the door for you. Listen to Voice of Eden podcast with Amiti every Saturday on Anchor.fm and learn the right and best way to live life. If you want each podcast sent to your mail directly, send an email to voiceofeden26 at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Have an amazing life. I have to say this, you don't have to act the way you feel. One thing we must learn to do is differentiate rightly which emotions we are to act on and which we are to ignore, which emotions we are to nurture and which we are to kill or suppress and not nurture at all and not act on it at all and ignore it totally because we are often emotionally driven. But not all emotions should drive us. Not all at all. God's Spirit teaches us. God's Spirit teaches us how to act above the way we feel. Your feeling is not the, shouldn't be the foundation or the bedrock for decisions you are making. In as much as God can lead us through our feeling, but it shouldn't be the bedrock of your decision. So what emotions should I nurture and what should I not nurture? All right, emotions like guilt, depression, shame, and all of that, we shouldn't nurture them. We shouldn't. These emotions are toxic. Only act on the emotions that are healthy, that are happy, that strengthens you, that gives you the ability to want to live life with so much pleasure. All right, thank you for taking out your time to listen to this episode of today's um podcast i'll see you again next week saturday god bless you and have an amazing weekend nothing will happen if you don't try to make it happen in other words if you don't ask you don't receive if you don't seek you don't find and if you don't knock no one will open the door for you listen to voice of eden podcast with amity every saturday on anchor.fm and learn the right and best way to live life. If you want each podcast sent to your mail directly, send an email to voiceofeden26 at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Have an amazing life.